on this week's episode, we talk about feeling like a burden. We are going to talk about some circumstances where we feel like a burden and why we shouldn't. So stick around. Hello and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two... (laughs) Whoop. We can keep it. (laughs) The podcast where two best friends with the same rare disease are living our best lives. I am your host, Cassandra. And I'm your host, Casey. This is proof that we are not, I I am not used to the new tagline. Uh, we're still not over the old tagline, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, very, very, you know, old habits die hard. It's old fine. Old habits die so hard, and they actually have not died yet. So. They have not died yet, but it's pretty funny. I'm like, let's keep it in. Let's keep it in. <laughs> I think I think especially our OG listeners will enjoy that because they probably, it probably sounded normal as you said it, and then it's like, oh, wait. Wait a minute. No. <laughs> Somebody had to get old. It's Ugh. fine. Uh, but no. We won't say who. <laughs> Cass, well, yeah, no. Uh, Cass, <laughs> um, I feel like you have a lot to update Ooh. our audience on. I just made up that word. The audience. Oh, I love that um, so much. <laughs> before you do, though, our fundraiser has closed. Wow. For our bucket hats. Oh, my um, gosh. Actually, actually, like, secret, it actually closes in, like, three days, but it's going to be closed by the time this episode yeah, this comes episode out. Comes so we can't actually say an exact number yet, just in case we sell another bucket hat before this episode comes out. But I think right now we're at like 25. So thank you so much, wow. everyone. Thank you yeah. so much. Seriously. Like uh, we've said this before. We we weren't super sure what to expect, but oh my gosh, you've blown us away. Thank you so much to everyone who's given um, I feel like a lot of people who've given don't even like actually listen to the pod. But if you are and you have given, thank you so much. And if you were like, oh, my gosh, I missed my chance. You can always still give to the Hermansky Pudlak Syndrome Network, hpsnetwork.org. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. <laughs> um, and, and they have a donate link there. So. You know, definitely, if you are still interested in making a, a contribution, it won't it won't get you a bucket hat, but it will right. help support research. Yes, that's true. And I'm so excited to see my bucket hat, to wear my bucket Ooh, hat, yes. to hug my bucket hat, to <laughs> be cry my bucket when hat. I see it, to be be the hat. Yes. Um, yeah. Honestly, can't wait. But what are I? What are some of your life updates? I feel oh, like you have more wow. than wow. Okay, so. Um, this past week from when we're recording this episode, I feel like it'll be it'll be two weeks when this episode comes out. I got to attend the CSUN, I think it's Cal State Northridge, but um, the CSUN Assistive Technology Conference in California. It was amazing. I've been wanting to go to this conference for a long time. It's kind of like an industry leading conference for like people in the accessibility field and also you know people who with disabilities who are you know interested in technology it was so good i am still like feeling very overwhelmed but also highly motivated from that experience i went to a lot of speaker sessions i talked to a lot of really smart people um and so 
I, I'm really looking forward to like keeping in touch with some of those people and picking their brains. And I did tell a lot of people out there about this pod. So <laughs> thank you for listening if uh, you decided to jump in after CSUN. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So I love technology and I appreciate everything it does for me, but I'm not super like in the tech space. And so I had never heard of this conference. I, you know, I didn't know about it, but Cass has shared with me a lot about what she experienced there and what she learned there. And it's like mind blowing. It's amazing. And I'm just, I got to like brag on Cass. I'm so proud of her and all (laughs) all the work she does. And she's so successful. All of you need to know this. And oh, just to babe, finally no. see her, to finally, <laughs> to, fi- <laughs> to finally see her go to this conference was exciting because I remember when she was supposed to go in 2020 and when oh, it got canceled tragedy. and to finally see you go and just to see you thrive in your field and in your like, like, it's just so awesome. So it was, it's oh, been awesome to hear so about. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. Um, I, I low key networked on behalf of Casey, maybe more <laughs> on that to come, but <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was really She's, excited. Like, I was just, Cass like, was hardcore also, baby, in the networking. Cass was also low-key helping my career move forward. <laughs> Look, it came up in conversation. I couldn't not, yeah. all right? She was, was, like, texting me, like, I'm I'm getting job opportunities for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, I was, was like, do it, girl. Network dude, for me, girl. Right, Thank you. right. Thank I you. hope it pans out for real. But, like, you know, Thank even you. if it doesn't. It was still just a really cool space to be in. I I hope to be able to go back in the future. It is kind of, it's kind of an expensive and like Mm. entrance fee, and it's kind of geared for professionals. A lot of like people's companies send them, so that's kind of what happened with me. Like my firm sent me, along with some other people. But um, regardless, like so fun. Um, If you have the funds, or if you're local to California and you're disabled in technology or just anything curious about accessibility highly recommend that you go yeah yeah no that's awesome I have I don't have that many updates not that I've had a bad week or anything it's just been kind of uh, well actually one of my close friends came in town and she is pregnant and um got to see her that was so exciting it's always fun when people you don't get to see often come in town um and uh yeah so that was fun but yeah I don't have like that much to to update but but yeah life is is going you know it's good and guess what guess what (laughs) listeners um actually by the time wait no yes no yes no um (laughs) yes um by the time you're hearing this episode we are about to leave for the HPS conference oh yes oh my god and we are so excited to not only go to the conference again but to see each other again because it's always a great time to be together again of course yes okay and i'm we so will excited have to update the audience wow first time since 2019 you guys you guys yes. yes yeah yeah it's been four years i often tell people it's been four years and they're like well, it's only been three years, though, since the pandemic started. And I'm like, yeah, but it had been a year since the one before the pandemic. So, like, it's been four years. Yeah. It's yes. insane. Okay. Crazy on. times. 
I my Instacart guy is messaging me. You guys, I am actively trying to get one of the products Case talked about in our last episode. In our last episode. So that's a plug. If you haven't seen our last episode, or seen? Heard? Heard. That's right. That's the one. If you haven't, (laughs) that's the word. If you haven't heard our last episode, where I recommend we we recommend things, but I recommended nail teaks. That is what Cass is literally ordering from Instacart, and I think it's appropriate to mention Instacart because that's kind of you know how we get a lot of things yes. because we can't drive. Um, Absolutely, which is a fairly good segue for this episode. Right? Oh my god, for real. But yeah, no, seriously, my my guy was like, "Hey, does one of these work in the photo?" And I was like, "Yes." I yes, you guys right so before excited. this episode, one of my nails broke, and it was kind of tragic i like facetimed casey for the nail funeral um yeah i saw the whole thing i witnessed it i was a witness it was it was an intimate moment you know so it was it was very sad um but i'm so glad you're getting what i recommended and yeah um instacart and segue like you were saying but segues segues yeah so you know it's a little more of a serious topic i feel like it's been a while though since we've done a little more of a serious episode And we talk about our vision impairment a lot, and we're going to be touching on that here, but also we we don't talk about chronic health quite as much and, like, our health Mm. issues, and I think that also will tie into this episode. So it'll be be maybe a juicy one. Who's to say, you know? Who is to say? And I feel like some of our, what I I would think are maybe the episodes that I've felt most vulnerable while recording. I'll speak for myself, but I feel like you may feel a similar way. Um, I feel like they're the episodes that maybe I'm proudest of just because, I don't know, I feel like we're able to put something out into the world that is maybe left unsaid or at least, you know, not like we're breaking ground here. I'm sure other people with disabilities have also voiced these topics, but I think also maybe for whatever it's worth, whoever you are listening, to give you permission to sometimes feel weird about something or I guess feel a feeling that in this case maybe is unwarranted. Like maybe you're not actually being a burden, but, you know, sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I feel like these episodes, like, they feel more daunting to do than... Like they don't they don't necessarily feel as fun as some of the other more lighthearted ones we do. Like I like I <laughs> Cass and I have a calendar of like our scheduled episodes and I looked today mm. at what it was and I was like, Oh <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. It's that like, it's that episode. Okay. I was like, gosh, I have to like <laughs> I have to like emotionally prepare for this one and like kind of mentally prepare for this one. I feel like sometimes we we sit down and we're like, Oh, this is this one's gonna be really fun. This one, I don't know about fun, but I do agree with you that, no, it will be fun, but in a different way. I do agree yeah. with you, though, that, like, it, yeah, sometimes these are our favorite episodes, the ones where we get to kind of strip down and be a little more vulnerable with the listener. And and I think a lot of you listening are disabled or, you know, visually impaired or what what have you. And so you might relate to what we're saying, for sure. Maybe, and maybe. Um, also, I mean, I feel like let's uh let's take like a hot sec to self promo i feel like another good one that we did like this where we felt a little vulnerable was the one where we 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 together we call it the gray area episode but it's actually has none of those words in the title um it's um it's like the two blind to be two-sided to be blind two blind to be sighted that one 
Yes. Yeah. We also call it the passing episode a lot too. The passing episode. We, we we have multiple names for it, but yeah, I think it's too blind to be sighted, too sighted to be blind. I think that's what it's called. Um, that is probably my favorite episode we've ever done. I think so too. I I really feel like I feel like I don't know. I feel like that's part of what like this podcast is ultimately about. And yes. obviously, like we love to talk about fun stuff, which is why we named our show Rare with Flair. Um, and we get to have those breaks between like the more serious stuff, but to talk about the areas that I don't know, are maybe a little uncomfy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this one is definitely uncomfy. Like mm. I feel a little uncomfy walking into it, mm. but, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, you know, I guess we could start with like, we could start with our vision. Um, yeah. and Let's ease in, in. What, in <laughs> yeah, ease, yeah, seriously, we're going to ease in. We're going to talk about our vision and in what ways we could feel like a burden in that regard. There are a few. Mm. There are I a think few. The, the, the obvious one to start with is, is not driving. That's yes. like the easiest first thing that comes to my mind when I feel like a burden is, and we've talked about this in other episodes before, but like the asking people for rides or, you know, do I do it? When do I not do it? And like when you ask the same person repeatedly, you just start to feel weird inside. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes even when you don't ask them for a ride, sometimes even when they just offer, you offer. feel bad. Because sometimes mm. if it's, it's like a 30 minute drive or it's like mm. late at night or it's like you you feel like they feel obligated to offer. And then like like I've had times where I've said like, oh, I can't make it tonight or something and then they're like well if it's a ride situation I can take you and then you feel like they like they feel bad for you or it's very complicated actually there's a lot of emotion that goes with that and there's a lot of different circumstances of why you would feel bad (laughs) like to make someone drive you yeah you're putting someone out of their way you're taking someone's time but yeah also I feel like oh my gosh so so I had I have a good friend who she gave me a lot of rides in the past and I think she she likes to drive so she would do that for anybody but also um it was like a consistent thing and like I don't think I really don't think she was ever put out by it but it became like a consistency to the point that it was almost like implied and then I just felt like I was like taking advantage of her Mm, mm. like like, it was just yeah. so implied and that our relationship has become her giving me rides to places when I need it. And that sucks. Like, you feel like you've got a glorified taxi. And I hate that. Mm. Yeah. And you and you don't want to feel like you're somebody's charity case. Like, Mm-mm. you don't want to feel like, oh, this person is... Like, and I'm not saying this about that friend at all. But no, it's like, no. you don't want to feel like, oh, this person... Uh, especially if sometimes especially if it's like maybe a church person or something you feel like they're like oh well I I should do this because it's the right thing to do and like I need to be a good saintly person and drive this disabled person um and you can sometimes tell people's motivations you know you you know sometimes it's like I don't want to be I don't need you to be like my good Samaritan like case for the day of like I need to drive that person or and my mom gets angry with me because my mom thinks that I don't ask enough. 
Like, she's like, you need to, like, actually ask for, like, because, like, I am kind of a people pleaser, so I don't want to put people out. So usually yeah. I'll try not to ask for a ride. And and my mom has a point, though, because sometimes I do need to maybe be a little more, um, you know, okay with asking for things when I need it. But a lot of times I, like, don't want to ask for things when I need it. And then she's, like, she gets frustrated, like, well, no, you need to be asking. But it's, like especially it's just it's hard I try with my close friends to, to have a mixture of like sometimes they will offer to pick me up sometimes I offer to come to them without like I try to make it a balance of not every yeah. time I like, know I, I know I, I try so so I feel like some ways I try to push back against this is I'm not as much of a people pleaser as you are not that I don't care mm. what people think but right right um I as someone who value my independence it's mm. we've talked about this this like infantilizing effect that not driving has when mm. you're an adult. Yes. Absolutely, and, man. And for some reason, I feel like when people do it enough, I feel like they start to to see you like a kid. Oh and, my gosh. And and like maybe I don't know, like and I don't think that I don't think that there's anything wrong with that person, right? Like, with any person that starts to feel that way after a certain time. But also, like, that just feels crappy. So sometimes, yeah, I will, like, I will, like, intentionally be, like, finding my own rides for some periods of time where so that I can kind of assert, like, yeah, no, I am, I can be an independent person. Like, I don't need you to give me a ride, but it's mm-hmm. nice if you do. The other thing yeah. that I've done that my mom also, my, she encouraged me to do, I have, like, these, like, $5 Starbucks gift cards kind of around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes, like, when someone's giving me a lot of rides, I'll either buy them food or I'll, like, give them this $5. So I feel like I'm giving back in a way. But mm-hmm. even then, sometimes people feel, like, awkward about accepting yes. what what it yes. is a gift they're like oh you didn't need to pay me this isn't a service and I'm like oh yes yes <laughs> so I feel oh, oh I'm so glad you said that because I had a I had a thing recently so I try to Venmo people if they are going really out of their way and it's a long way that mm-hmm. would act that would actually require them to like spend money on gas to take me mm-hmm. to this place um, you know, if we're both going the same direction and we're close friends, I don't feel the need to necessarily pay them every time. They're not my Uber. Like, I don't want to make it. But, like, I did I did Venmo someone recently, and it was someone I didn't know super well. And I wanted to do it to be kind. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, offend them and make them feel like they're my taxi either. Right. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> is this offensive or is this nice? And it's like a line of, like, and then I also want to get back really quick to what you said about inf- infantilization and stuff. And, like, I think actually, like, seriously, probably top five, maybe even my number one pet peeve of being a disabled person is um, feeling like a child. And yeah. and it's actually an insecurity. Of, I'm very touchy about it. Like, don't. Yes, like, me too. I get, I get emotional about it. I get triggered by it. And. There have been times where my parents have, like, dropped me off places because they'll offer, and I feel, like, so ridiculous. And, and, like, I hate that because they offer, and I don't want to, like, not take that offer. And and then also there will will even be time – like, my precious nephews, there will even be times where, like, they assume that I'm young – 
younger than I am. And and I think there's a there's a lot of factors. I think A, I'm disabled, also I'm single and I'm not a mother. I think that also is a mm-hmm. um because if you're married and you have kids, you're much more mature, you know. Oh, you're yes. much older than that a single true. person. That is always true. In every so, um, <laughs> so being Cass and I have talked a lot about this. Being single yeah. and being disabled, it is a double whammy of you are a child. I think I think the thing that slides the nail into the the coffin in in our case is that we're also close with our parents. Casey is like closer <laughs> in proximity, but I I hang out with my parents all the time. Like we have a really good relationship, which yes. You know, I I highly value and I feel like is a little bit rare, but like they come to visit a lot. And sometimes especially it it usually these things usually happen at church and not to say that like against anyone at church, but it's just the most regular social interaction that you get. Um, And uh, sometimes like, girl, I have snapped at people when they're like, oh, do you want to ride or is your mom coming to pick you up? And and it, <laughs> I hear it in such a condescending tone. Yes. And it's yes. probably not meant like that at all. This, but I guess. This, I'm sorry. Sorry. Keep going. I did not mean to interrupt you. Oh, my gosh. My my Siri on my watch decided to Siri, communicate. Calm down, Siri. Calm down. No, no keep I just, going. Keep going. I, no, I'll, like, I'll be like, my mom doesn't live here. Like, she's not always <laughs> around. Like I, like, I get so offended because people think I'm just this little girl who lives with her mommy. And, like, yeah, plenty of people even live with their parents. What, what do you oh, have yeah. to say oh, yeah. to those people? I'm dying. I'm dying laughing on the inside because this exact conversation is a conversation Cass and I have privately constantly. All the time. We constantly, now we're just putting it on air for other people to listen to. We constantly talk about this. And um, and we're kind of getting a little off topic of being a burden, but I do feel like this is like an important thing to talk about. But, and, and we can do a whole episode on this <laughs> as Truly. is. But like, I, I do feel, yeah, people always assume I live with my parents too, which is funny. And, and, and there are people my age who do, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Like, right? it's like, but I do feel like I'm close. I, like you said, I'm very close with my parents. And it bothers me because my sister lives in the same town as my parents too, but people wouldn't think anything of her living near her parents. But because I live near my parents mm-hmm. and I also like get rides from them, oh my gosh, like you are a child. And it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah, and, for and, sure. And- it does it really it is relevant just because like i don't know people thinking that you're a baby then makes you feel like a burden on them because then they feel this kind of like parental instinct of like i have to take care of you and like, yeah. no you don't no yeah. you don't no 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 i do feel like this goes <laughs> it goes with the topic it does because it also there's also the whole topic of like feeling like a burden on your parents am i do i use mm-hmm. my parents too much do i get the, you know it's a whole thing um you know i feel like when you get older you're supposed to help your parents more than they help right. you and um and you know i do think as disabled people it's not a bad thing to get help from your parents or from your friends or from anybody. It shouldn't be shameful. It shouldn't be something we feel shame about. But I I think we, because we don't want to be treated as kids, we have this instinct to, like, rebel against any help. Right. Um, and so that is a way I feel like a burden. And I feel like another way, I mean, if we can kind of move on from the driving, unless yeah. you have more to say about that. I think another way is just, like, little things like, hey, can you read me the menu? Oh, my gosh. Um, Hey, can you explain to me what's going on right now? You know, 
I've had, we've talked about this before. I have had people in my life have negative reactions to me asking for those yes. things. Like they act annoyed, like in front yes. of me. Yes, so put and out. And that like, makes me feel like trash. <laughs> oh my gosh, there was a girl um, in, in college that I knew and we ended up like, we had a, like a falling out. It was kind of a thing, but like the, this girl, like she went to my college church also and like we we had a few different places where we interacted but we were at like college church one time and like you know she and I were like paired together in kind of like a mentor mentee relationship she was like older than me and like I thought that like it wouldn't be so weird because we were watching kind of it was like the end of the year people were doing like cute recap things and there was like text on the screen of some videos and I was like hey what does that say and she was she just like she would keep like delaying the time it took her to respond yes and it was the most passive aggressive thing and I felt awful and I was just like fine I guess I just won't see it it's fine I you know what whatever I'll listen to the cute music and listen to people's voices and whatever I'll just miss out because I'm sorry that I asked you for something yep Yep, literally same. I've been in the same, like, specifically with a movie. I've been like, what does that say? And they just, like, they're like, what? And you're like, oh, sorry, I can't read it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's so, it's horrible. And and I know, like, okay, way early on, we had our our Dear Sighted People episode where we talk about, like, it's so amazing when people, like, automatically do things for us. I will say, though, again, if it swings too far in the opposite way, now I feel pandered to. And it's yeah, so well, hard to explain the oh, difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. And it really is. It is really the those key people in your life. There's a small handful of them who do it the exact right amount. It's a yeah. small handful of people who understand to do it the right amount. But, like, I just, I, it does make you feel like a burden when, like, there will even be, like, something going on. Like, we'll be at, like, an amusement park or something, and, like, something is going on. I'll be like, oh, what are they doing? And then the person just doesn't answer you, you know? And they just, like, uh-huh. don't want to deal uh-huh. with <laughs> describing things to you. You're like, okay. So, yeah, I just, I definitely feel like that's another way. All those little, little moments of, I think the driving thing is definitely the biggest, but like, oh, yeah. there, there are a lot of little moments of just asking for help. And, you know, it's not like we're asking for help. all We're not annoying about it. Like, we're not asking for it all the time. But like, the one time we do step up and say, can you do this? When you don't do it, it makes us feel bad. And it makes us not want to ask again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, you know. I'm, I'm thinking of like, like times where... Have you ever tried, I don't, I'm I'm trying to think of a really good example, but like, have you ever tried to like do an activity by yourself that you definitely thought you could do, but you're like in public and now it's taking like an embarrassingly long time. So now you have to ask for help and now you feel Mm -hmm. like irritating for having done that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. I can't think of like an exact situation, but I know what you mean of like, you thought you could do it and then you're like, oh wait, hey, um... (laughs) Can you do this? I feel like usually it's like at a restaurant or something or like trying to pay for something. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, you know what it is? You know what it is? I had this happen to me. What is it? It is when I'm like, if I'm at a big restaurant and I'm like, I need to go to the bathroom. And they're like, oh, like, do you want me to go with you? Oh, that's it. And you're like, like, no, no, no. I can find it. I can find it. And then there have been times where I've had to come back and be like, so I can't find it. 
Yep. Um, can you, mm. usually I can, like usually, we've talked about this before too. Mm-hmm. Usually it's pretty like self-explanatory where the bathroom is, but there have been times, like there was one time I was at like a big outdoor restaurant with like, it's like one of those big outdoor spaces with like a bunch of games and stuff, you know? And one time it literally took me seven years to find the bathroom. And I did kind of feel like <laughs> a burden because I kept years. being like, which way? No, I literally felt like a burden because I was like, which way? And then finally somebody has to get up be like, oh, I'll show you, you know? And it's <sighs> like, oh, I literally like blocked that from my memory until right now that that recently happened to me. And then the person finally had to be like, okay, I'll go with you. And then you feel bad. You're like, sorry that you had to like go with me. But like, I literally can't find it. Um, oh my God. I, I was with my... <laughs> I was with my mom eating dinner recently, like, it was maybe, like, a month ago, and we went to this, like, really cute diner, and we had to go, like, we had to leave soon, and I waited until, like, the last minute to want to go to the bathroom, and she was like, oh, hurry up, like, we have to leave, Uh and, of course, like, I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 whatever, and so, like, I, like, hurry up and walk the exact opposite direction, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, walking around the other end of the restaurant <laughs> trying to find where I assumed it would be. And it was yeah. actually, like, right behind our table. And I didn't know. Oh. <laughs> um, and it was so embarrassing. I had to walk back. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you have to do that walk of shame back to the table. Hey, <laughs> I did. Or sometimes when you're, like, looking for the silverware, if it's, like, a place where, like, the silverware, like, the plastic silver forks and stuff or, like, the condiments are, like, in a different spot. And you have to, like, go find it. I've, like, I've also felt that way, yes. I've also, I have a toxic trait where I don't pick up napkins every single time I go through a buffet line, and, like, oh, yes. I always mm. have to come back and be like, haha, where are the napkins? Ha ha, Yeah, hello. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, but, my gosh. Or, or in, like, back to that, in the buffet line, when unsuspecting person to your right suddenly now has to audio describe whatever is being served and you feel really bad but you want to know what things are and they're not prepared for this they're not like i'm like what's this and then they always kind of go i don't know um i think and then they have to look and then it's like a whole thing Uh uh-huh uh-huh yeah i feel extremely problematic in that moment Mm -hmm. love that And, like, a lot of these things with our vision aren't, you know, aren't, they aren't earth-shattering. They aren't major. But I feel like they happen enough times that it just kind of mm-hmm. mounts on each other. And, you know, depending on how you're already feeling in the day, like, you just feel bad. And, you, like, you can't do anything yourself, so you have to constantly be bothering everybody around you. Right. And sometimes you might be asking, you know, for anyone listening, like, you know, You also might be asking for accommodations at school or at work and you might feel like a burden with how much you're having to ask for or, oh, I don't want to ask for this. It's going to make me feel needy or, you know, there are a lot of different scenarios we could go down with this of like how you feel, how you could feel like a burden with a with a disability, even just the visual part. We haven't even gotten into like the health stuff yet, which is a whole other Oh my gosh, another way, and this is very specifically guide dog user. Um, oh gosh, yeah. You know, me, like Ramana and I together, we take up a lot of like horizontal space. Like I would like to think that I am tall and thin, but also my dog adds on kind of the, the width of half of an extra person on yeah. me. And so sometimes when we're like in a really crowded place, I feel so 
guilty for taking up so much room. Mm, like, yeah. I, I just think people, like, and I feel bad for Romana because, like, she's getting squished in a really weird position. But, you know, I... I just feel, like, gross because I'm, like, I can't put her anywhere else. Like, there is no other place I can slide her. I try to, like, lean up against walls. But even then, like, you, you see, like, people having to go, like, sideways in front of you. And I'm, like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, definitely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do we want to jump into hell? Let's do it. Let's Ooh. do it. <laughs> all right. All right. This is, I'm like, I'm like fake cracking my knuckles. Like, I can, I can think of so many ways I feel like I'm burning with my health. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. So, um, gentle reminder we have Hermansky Pudlak syndrome, which, um, you know, along with the visual impairment, we have other health issues. And some of the health issues I'll be mentioning are not necessarily all necessarily HPS related because, you know, I have some other things too, but just had to like, you know, make it clear for anyone listening who doesn't know much about us that that's what we're about to be talking about. Do we want to, like, explain it really quick again? Sure. Do you want okay, to? Okay, so HPS, form of albinism, we already kind of brushed on the visual component. We have a ton of episodes about that, so if you want to learn more about that, listen to those. Um, but we have a bleeding disorder firstly so everyone with hps has a bleeding disorder um and we bruise really easily and when we bleed it's like harder to clot Uh, yes oh oh oh, did you oh okay do you want me to do the whole thing cool Uh, yeah (laughs) i I was like oh am i going (laughs) no you're good i don't know if we wanted to tag team or not we're good um no you're good so a lot of other people with uh hermitsky pedlock syndrome have Autoimmune diseases, most notably, like, uh, irritable, no, hmm, inflammatory bowel disease. There's mm-hmm. irritable bowel syndrome. And Not to be confused with irritable bowel syndrome. No, different it's things. It's worse. But I, it's a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a lot of us have, like, chronic bowel problems and just other chronic kinds of inflammation, arthritic pain, whatever. Um, and then many people with HPS end up developing, you know, usually in their, like, 30s, 40s, uh, pulmonary fibrosis, kind of scarring of the lungs, usually results in lung transplant, um, on oxygen, that kind of deal. But it can be, it can be terminal. Yep, that's the word. (laughs) Yep, there we go. That's pretty much sums it up. And then we, you know... I have other things too that I'll that I'll get into in this in this burden uh, segment of the episode, <laughs> but um, do you want to go first or who wants to Ooh, start uh, off this this laundry list of ways we feel like a burden? Wow. Okay. Well, I feel like the most the most apparent way of feeling like a burden in health usually comes in the form of like, especially when I I've. So I've been in a really healthy period for the last several years, and I'm really grateful for that. But when I have been really sick, specifically, I've I've kind of Crohn's disease, so um, I've had a lot of issues with my bowels. I feel so guilty and burdensome for all of the things I have to miss, for all of the things I make other people that have been my caregivers miss, and for frankly what they've had to endure 
because one, I don't feel like I'm a very nice person when I'm sick, but also the things that they've had to see of someone that they love suffer um, in like a very um, maybe traumatic way. Mm-hmm. I, oh my gosh, I, I feel so much guilt about that, and and less so now. Um, I've gone through, you know, gone through a lot of therapy and whatnot, but there's just you feel so bad, and it's not like people in your life who are helping you when you're sick, like they willingly take on this this task, and they want to be there for you because they really do love you. Um, but there, you cannot help but feel so burdensome because you take up so much just space in people's lives with your sickness Mm. no that's very well said that's very well said um i don't uh, our Cass and i our health journeys have been very different so you know we've talked about that in past episodes i haven't been through something quite as traumatic as that and so i can't i can't quite relate to like maybe as severe as that but for me I think one of the things I was thinking about is just is just like the general day-to-day like not being able to keep up with Mm -hmm. people um so like I think of like when I travel and stuff I just my I simply shut down most of the time a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um especially if it's a very like rigorous type of vacation um, and, you know, like a beach vacation is a little different than going to like a conference or like a theme park or something like more like where you're really like, I just feel I always feel like I can't keep up, like I don't feel well, like my health, mm-hmm. something happens. And then you feel you do feel like a burden because you're like holding other people back. And it doesn't even have to be with traveling. It could be with like hanging out with people. Oh, I have to miss out on this thing tonight. I'm not feeling well um, or I can't make it to this thing that I told you I could make it to because I'm not feeling well. Um, I feel like that just the general day in and day out of like not keeping up um, is hard and and then I had another one we could go back and forth if you have if you yeah. have another one no okay. no I feel that I feel that a lot um, I feel like the, having like vision impairment and also chronic health conditions no I totally feel that and I feel that more acutely when I'm with people that I don't know very well like I'm Mm. when you were talking about not being able to keep up I was reminded of uh, this like nervous anxiety I had throughout my friend's bachelorette and of course like I had fun still but feeling the need to be able to keep up I'm not really good at keeping up with people my own age um I have more energy now than I had before but also even even like last year where I was, I was relatively healthy I just like I feel like I've got so many parts to me and even <laughs> on that trip I didn't have Romana like who who is another part that I love very much yes but also like you know I I don't I got my colon removed years ago which I've talked about before on this podcast but like you know have to make sure that I've got all of the all of the supplies for the things and I, I was, like, extra careful on that trip to make sure that I had all of my, like, clothes planned out. And, you know, I it was just, I took up as minimal space as possible. And I was ready on time because I'm always late to stuff, you know. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and I don't feel like anyone else maybe felt that need. Maybe they did. Maybe I didn't know. But um, to just 
I don't know, be at the, the same The need to not level. be, like, too much. Like, Ugh. yeah, the need to not feel like you're too much, right? Like... Right. You want to yeah. feel like you can take care of other people and not that everyone constantly has to take care of you. Yeah. 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 And you don't want to have to stop the group to do something medical, stop the party to, you know, have to, you know. Um, I feel like another big one with me. So I'm just like really, I feel very high maintenance in my life. I'm mm. just very sensitive. <laughs> my health is very sensitive and it can fall apart at any second. So, so f- first off, my blood sugar is, it's always going to f- crash and I'm always going to need like, Hey, like I've had many times where I've been like, we got to get food now, you know, wherever we are. And I have to like bother the people. I also very easily get faint. Like I, I very easily like dehydrate and, and get faint, but I also always need a bathroom. So like, mm. I, so like whenever I've been like, I've been hiking with people before where I'm like, I got to sit down. Like I'm about to pass out. And like, that's annoying. Like I'm so annoyed. Mm. I feel so annoying. I feel like such a burden. I'm like, hold on guys. I'm getting dizzy. I'm getting faint. But then also I'm always, I'm always the one, Hey, I need to find the bathroom. Um, where's the bathroom? Can we go, you know, we'll be on the interstate guys. We got to pull over. I'm always the one we got to pull over. We got to go to the gas station, you know? Oh, Casey, we just pulled over. Well, we got to do it again. I'm just very high maintenance. Like I'm like, oh, I need a water. Oh, I'm about to faint. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, I need a a candy bar or I'm going to fall over. Mm -hmm. Like I'm literally, I'm so, I'm literally, if you like barely like touch me, I just like collapse. I feel like I'm like a very like thin little leaf. Where, like, I'm just going to break at any moment. And I never... And it's funny because my health isn't too severely terrible in some respects. But I... Like, anything can just, like, break me down. And I feel like you understand also, like, obviously, you understand this even... The stomach stuff even more than I do. Like, the debilitatingness of that. But also, my stomach is pretty unpredictable, too. And I could be like, oh, like... So, yeah, when I was talking... Not to be too TMI. When I was talking about the bathroom earlier I meant number one because I have I just always have to go number one but also stomach stuff too it's mm. like uh y'all I'm not good do you you know so I don't know I feel like I'm always it it makes me feel really annoying and it makes me feel it makes me feel dramatic like yeah. and maybe I am like maybe I am dramatic <laughs> I don't know but I'm like I feel like Probably I'm not, always though. I'm always falling apart and I'm always like hey um could you like even like having like jokingly the other episode where I talked about like passing the ovarian cyst like I say passing as if it's a kidney stone not passing but like having my ovarian cyst rupture in the uber and I'm just like hey like I just feel like I, I, I saw a really funny TikTok about it where like it was a joke where like it was a acted out scene. It wasn't really happening, but someone was like going into anaphylaxis, anaphylactic yeah. shock. And they were oh like, Hey, God. um, if it's not a big deal, like, I don't want to like burden you, but like, could you take me to the ER? Like, I like can't really bring it. It was like so funny. Cause I, I posted it <laughs> and I was like, this is me. Cause I'll be on the brink of death. And I'm like, Hey, like, I don't want to like bother you, but like, can I, can you like maybe take me to the hospital? I'm like, kind of like, about you know, and I, I feel like that's my <laughs> my entire life. I'm like, hey, I'm like having an ovarian cyst in the back. Um, if you could roll down the window, that, that would be great. Be great. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm just always, always I, annoying no, with that. I, girl, I so get that because I, I dehydrate really quickly. And it's very obvious yes. when I am dehydrated because I'll be just like really tired, kind of low key. Um, and, you know, I, I, I carry around my water bottle all the time, but... You know, even then, sometimes it's like I'm outside for a long time. I remember, like, um, 
<laughs> I like I went on a, a on a date last year and it was great. Like I had a good time, and then like um, <laughs> we came back and like I we were dating at this point, but like I was just like, all right, I think I need a nap because I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm just going to go upstairs and take a nap and um, you can do whatever you want. I don't really care. I'm just so <laughs> exhausted. I, I, I cannot put this into words. And I yeah. had to like s- take a moment and drink my electrolytes. And yes. Just, like, oh, got to do your drip drop. <laughs> my yes. drip drop. Yes, the drip drop, man. Yeah, what bothers me about me is I, I just easily pass out and faint. Like both, of, I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. I did not mean to say that. That's the same thing. <laughs> I easily faint. I easily, <laughs> that's the same thing. Passing out and fainting, same thing. I easily faint and throw up. I thought it was like up. for emphasis, girl. <laughs> no, no, no. I easily faint and throw up. Both of those things, I I will do with the drop of a hat. And so um, that's always a fun time. Like I'm always either passing out or throwing. I say always, not always, but like. Uh, one time I was on a date and I threw up on the date. No! No! Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I have, like, I think I'm just, like, sensitive. I am an HSP, highly sensitive person. I think something is there with that. I don't know. but And, and that also, I mean, for clarification for those who may not have heard that term it's not just like emotionally sensitive just like also kind of right it's like everything i'm just like overstimulated and you know that kind of thing yeah 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 that's me i wish i wasn't like that but like it just it just is it just is me it's it's wild and it's funny when like you've gotten pretty good management of your like your own health and your life and, like, someone new comes into your life and then, like, they start to get to know you better and, like, all of the little things that, you know, you do to get through the day, like, no one really, no one really knows that but you. Yes. And then, yes. like, you invite, like, you know, a new close friend or, or, like, you're dating someone in and they're like, oh, wow, like, kind of, like, yeah surprised yeah. at how actually needy you are and it really highlights itself when you're out of your own environment when you have less control then people see like oh I need a snack I need the bathroom I need the I need water yes. I need like just yes. all of these like things to line up perfectly or if not like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna die now like <laughs> yes yes it's these things that yeah people have to be have to get kind of a certain level of closeness to you to really see what all Mm -hmm. you're doing all the time for your health and I feel like that's why during travel you see it a lot um Mm -hmm. because generally too like you're out of your routine you are a little more you're using more energy you're you're more like tired you're more stressed whatever um, it's just out of your norm, normal routine is um, when you would really see that. And I, and it is kind of embarrassing, not embarrassing, but like when you make a new friend or you're getting closer to someone and they start to see that, it does make you feel annoying. You're like, yeah. I'm so sorry that I'm like being this dramatic with my health and all of this is happening and I have all these medicines, you know, and then I'll have an asthma attack, you know, like oh, with the person. No. And I'm like, it's just like all these like annoying, it's like, sorry, I'm being so annoying as I'm like coughing up a lung. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Am I bothering you right now? I can go cough. Am I bothering there, you like... that I can't? Is it bothering you that I cannot breathe? Uh, cool. Um, I, I can you know, even even that. on uh, even on our voice memos, like when I get sick, I like have like phlegm for like eight years. So even on our voice memos, I'll be like clearing my throat seven hundred times, and I'm like I'm annoying myself. Like I hate it, yeah. but like I literally 
Finally, I'm not doing that anymore, as you can tell. Um, but I was Yay! doing that for a long, for a long time. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun times, girl. It's fun times. It's, it's the wild west out here. But okay, to to shift gears and to not just be like sad about all of the ways we feel like we fall short or we have to depend on people in ways that make us feel like vulnerable or bothersome um why I, I i realize i have that click that tick now where i like click with my tongue and i'm trying to stop doing that oh that's fine this podcast fine. Is, is showing me to myself <laughs> um, <laughs> okay but how are ways that you you know i guess maybe affirmations that we can kind of tell yeah. ourselves so that we remember that a lot of it may be our own perception. Sometimes we feel the annoyance out of people, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. But some of it may just be us, I don't know, feeling vulnerable, feeling embarrassed. Yeah, I agree with you. I think a lot of it stems from our own insecurity about ourselves. And I think everybody has baggage. Everybody has things and quirks and things mm-hmm. that you need to deal with. I follow this couple on YouTube and they have a podcast called, they call themselves Squirmy and Grubs, but their oh, names. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about The Fry Life, which. Oh, I love The Fry Life as well. Them. They're awesome. Um, and he is disabled. She is not. And I actually listened to a podcast episode recently and I, I wish I could remember the name of it, but it inspired me so much. And it was Shane kind of, kind of just saying how he used to feel way more like a burden in the past and how he's worked through that and. Um, And it was super inspiring to me. And he was basically just saying, like, you know, you really shouldn't feel that way. I mean, he put it into better words than I am going to right now. But I really think, like, we are not a burn it. And and the people that choose to be in our lives love us and wouldn't want us any other way. Mm -hmm. And and they will go through maybe having to drive you or maybe having to do whatever because they enjoy your company and they're okay with doing that. And, and yeah. hey, you know what, though? Maybe sometimes they will get a little annoyed with it. Like, maybe sometimes even our closest friends don't want to come all the way and pick us up. Like, that's okay, too. Like, like sometimes dealing with other people's health struggles can be a little bit... I'm not saying that, like... I don't want to completely sugarcoat it and make it be like, no, nobody ever cares, you know? Because, like, right. <laughs> they might. Like, that. Like sometimes it is annoying if we have to stop at the bathroom for the eighth time. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, at, at the end of the day, like, they're happy to be with you and you don't – we don't need to beat ourselves up so much. Right. Yeah, actually, so th- this – I didn't actually think about this until now, but a, a good way to bring this full circle – at least for me, is the friend that I was talking about that would give me a lot of rides. Um, I, I, you know, I was seeing her a bit less and, and like, she would still offer, but I, I would, like, have my own rides. And I think, like, she was kind of, like, going through a different, like, season in her life. But recently she started being like, hey can I give you a ride? Because I feel like we had our best chats in the car and I mm. like miss talking. Oh to my God. And that was kind of the motivation that, you know, she wanted to give me a ride because it was kind of the way that we got to connect. And in that way, it's, <clears throat> I feel like you do spend a lot, you know, that got me thinking, you spend a lot of time with people in the car. Uh-huh. And it, and it is a really cool way to be able to, you know, you, they can't really leave and they 
I mean, they have to focus on the road sometimes, but what else are you really going to do in the car? Right. I've had <laughs> friends actually say the same thing to me of like, well, I love singing to music with you in the car and I love hanging. Mm-hmm. We get more time to hang out and we get more time to. Um, and I've had um, even my dad will say that a lot. Like he really enjoys our time together when he drives me places. And that's that's like a time we spend together. Like we wouldn't otherwise be spending yeah. together. And I, and I love that. And I think there are positive ways to look at things like that. And I think there are also ways to maybe mitigate um, the shame we feel of maybe helping them out. You know, they might not be disabled. We might not be able to, like, drive them around. But, like, maybe that person right. needs help moving. And you can go help pack the car with them. You know, we can help. It can make us feel better by helping our friends, too. Or even, like, you were talking recently, you know, something like treating your parents to dinner or, like, you know, doing things for your parents or for your friends that often help you, you you doing nice things for them can make you feel like you are also contributing to the relationship and you're not just taking, yeah. taking, taking. You're giving, yes. too. And that's why I do and like some- to pay for gas, too, you know? Mm-hmm. I think, like, something I've been trying to do lately, and I, and I, I don't want to talk about this in a way of, like, wow, look at me, I'm doing uh, so many amazing things, but I've just been... <laughs> Like, I don't know, just something I've been learning. I've been trying to be more sensitive to when people are complaining to me about just their own lives and the things that they're overwhelmed about. And I try to maybe, like, not just give them money, but maybe, like, send them crumble cookies or Mm -hmm. give them, like, a gift card to a coffee shop like they really love because... You know, it's on their way. And I I want to feel like I'm still able to give something, even if I can't necessarily, like, drive yeah. to you and help you physically. But it's, like, it's, you know, help in context or, or like, trying to give it back in context. Or even just, like, being very honest with people, especially when you're close to them. It's just, like, you know what? I really, I really value the time that we get to spend together. I really appreciate everything you've done. Or I really appreciate you kind of being there for a hard season in my life or sometimes I've like told my parents like I'm really sorry for all of the health stuff that you also had to go through with me but like I know I know it's not something I should be sorry about and that I can fix but I'm sorry that it happened and that you had to experience it too mm-hmm. and I'm just I like I'm really grateful for all of your you know love and support yeah honestly just like years. thanking them a lot when people give you rides to be grateful and, and to say really thank you for taking the time to come out of your way or and I, I yeah like one time my friend had COVID and I um, sent her it was a it was a local friend and I got like a shipped mm-hmm. like delivery person to like mm-hmm. drive to her house That's awesome and 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 I can't drive I couldn't take something but that made me feel like I helped and I feel like there are different ways yeah. to like there are different ways to help that we can help people even if we can't drive and it does make it harder sometimes like not driving you're like oh I wish I could like take them dinner tonight or whatever and I like it would be kind of hard for me to do that and so like it does make it harder to like actually help but you there are other ways that we can help people and not feel like that you know there definitely are and and I don't know it's hard but I think I don't, I don't know. There's always going to be times where we feel like this. And I, you know, I don't want to, as much as we try to, try to like, I don't know, mitigate it or remind ourselves that maybe they don't feel that way all the time. Um, it's just kind of a reality of, I guess, being a human person, but also having multiple disabilities. It's just, you have to depend on people. And honestly, I think at least in my case, 
maybe that's a good thing. Maybe if I, in a way, maybe if I weren't disabled, I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't get to value people helping me as much because I would definitely be off doing my own thing. Yeah, and I agree. And I, but I do think, and I do think that's the reality of it as, as disabled people, we are going to need more help. We just are. But I do think it is part of being a human of everybody needs to lean on other people, whether yeah. it's emotionally. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of my friends, I'm not trying to say this in like a, bra- I don't want this to come off as like a braggy thing, but like, you know, a lot of my, fr- a lot of my <laughs> friends lean on me emotionally. And I mean, obviously I lean on them too, mm-hmm. but it's like, even if I can just be there emotionally, every human needs other humans for something. Like they need yeah. them for something. And it's like, I do think relationships should be give and take. You're not like, you know, taking, 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 like I said earlier, but like, I do think people are getting a lot out of us too. Like we can give mm-hmm. and, and, so, like, I think all humans need other humans to rely on. It's just we might need it in different ways. But, but yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do you say we do? Uh, slash, slash, our other, our other theme song we've done before. <laughs> what are, uh, <laughs> what are we into? Lately, lately. up. Uh, bump, bump. <laughs> the little button. We gotta do the button. Bump. Um, bump. We haven't done what are we into lately in a hot second. We haven't done it in a hot second. In a hot second. Um, not even in a cold second because it was the wind. Right. Time. Not even a cold second. Just not even in a second. Um, yeah. What are you into lately, Cass? <laughs> what are you into lately? Bump. Bump. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um. Mm, I can go see, first. I feel if like you can't. Yeah. Okay. You you go first because I feel like I already talked a little bit about CSUN earlier, and that's kind of the thing that I've been thinking about lately. I will focus on books and music, because uh, who doesn't Do. like them? Some of my favorite books. So I've read like twenty five books this year, but some of my girl, that was my goal for the year. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, so I'm not gonna remember the author's names. I'm just gonna tell you the title. Uh, I highly recommend for a nonfiction, highly recommend Crying in H Mart. Incredible. Mm, that's on my list. For a fiction, I recommend, it's a long title, The Very Secret Society of Irregular Witches. I thought cute. it was so cute. So Crying in H Mart, really sad, but really good. The second one I just mentioned is super, super cozy, comforting, sweet, found family, like super, super cute. Um, and just it's it's kind of actually everything I've ever wanted in a book. It was as if the author knew my exact brain and wrote exactly what I would want in a book. Um, both both oh. of these books, what a I, I'm not going to say they're inappropriate, but both of these books are like adult books. So and I don't remember everything in them. So, you know, I'm not necessarily recommending to any of our children listen i'm not saying like i feel like that makes it sound like they're super inappropriate they're not but they might have more they might have more adult themes so just be care i'm not like you know you know look at look it up first um i'm not trying to recommend this to everybody but anyway um love that and then music i've been into so much music lately but i will say um i've been really into daisy the great's new album which Cass got me into it is phenomenal and so good. I've loved it so much and I feel like there's been so many other albums I've been into lately but that that one I'm thinking of yes 
Ooh, I love that. I love that so much. Um, so on music, so actually Case, who is a major Paramore fan, yes. I also really like Paramore, but she definitely is a bigger fan than I am. Um, I feel like that makes me sound like I don't like them. No, but, but like I, I do. She just really I loves just, they're them. They're my top <laughs> artists on Spotify of all time. <laughs> so like their new album that came out um a little over like maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. I think. Um man, it's great. Mm. Like she was the one who like encouraged me to listen Forced, to it. Encouraged questionable. Forced. Forced. She was like she just asked me. I just periodically, kept being like, like you, you have, you yet? To it yet? have you listened have to you that listened yet? To it yet? <laughs> have you listened to that yet? I wanna know your thoughts. <laughs> and and like it I liked it on the first listen, but it really is a grower. It's a grower. It really is a grower. It's a grower. I, I, you know, and I didn't dislike it on no, the first No, me listen. neither. I was like, oh, that's pretty but solid. But, oh, man, I just, I keep, it keeps being the, the thing that I want to listen to all the time. It's just amazing. Um, And I have so many of the songs stuck in my head at any given moment. I love um, it. Another album. Oh, my God, I did that again. Great. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> Another album that I have been really into for a while now, actually. I'm, like, pulling it up. Like, when did this come out? I think it was in December. Um, let's see. Uh, it's called Alpha Zulu. I don't really know what it means, but um, but it's by this kind of indie popish band called Phoenix out of France. Uh, they have a lot of like really well known indie songs from 2009 ish from their Wolfgang Amadeus album, which is great. It's it's great, but this album is really good mm-hmm. and it's great as background music. I I love throwing it on. It's kind of kind of synth poppy. Um, I don't know. I think it's a lot of fun. That's something I've been really into lately and. Um, TV. So I actually, oh, I I was going to tell you about this earlier, oh. and now here's the perfect time to tell you. I started watching, like, the newest season of Bob's Burgers. Oh, love that. It's so good. Oh, it's so I need cute. to do it. Okay, I gotta tell you, I just, before we recorded a little bit ago, I watched, like, the Christmas episode that came out, I guess, last year. Wow, I think it might be like my favorite Bob's Burgers Christmas. Oh my it gosh. was just it was so well done. It was sweet and all of the things that Bob's Burgers you is know good. I love it's a very Christmas charming, episode. it's witty. Oh my gosh. It's really good. Oh, I loved it. I, love that. I, I was I was starting to get choked oh up. Gosh. I was surprised. I was like, oh, I didn't I think love so. That. Oh. Cass and so I are cute. also watching Bluey together. Which we briefly yes. mentioned before, if anybody is still listening to this episode, we're watching Bluey together. Um, we kind of always said we would never watch like a toddler cartoon because toddler cartoons are very different than non-toddler cartoons. And I feel like whenever I say I'm a cartoon watcher, people judge me and think I'm like watching Peppa Pig, you know, or whatever. Um, but Bluey right. is an exception. And if you've been on TikTok any length of time, actually a lot of adults, actually a few of my friends are watching Bluey right now. Like outside of uh, not not you it is so um, good you guys like it's, it's so really good. funny it's funny and it's like and very wholesome and like honestly if i became a parent it is like a rule book on how to be a parent 
Like it is so oh. for the parents just as much as it is for the kids. It's very I learn I'm like learning lessons. I'm serious. I know. Um, I know. Oh my gosh. I I told my parents about Bluey once we started watching it. My mom came to visit back in like February and I was like, "Listen, like I have this assignment with Casey. We have to watch our two episodes and give each other our thoughts. And I knew my mom was going to really like it. So I was like, do you want to watch Bluey with me? She's like, I don't even know what that is. Okay. <laughs> and we watched a couple episodes. She's like, I just want to live in this world. I just want to live in Bluey's world. It is. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And we've had like issues with our password on Disney Plus. It's been like a whole <laughs> thing. But my, my parents, I've had to change it like a billion times. My parents will call me and be like, hey, I'm sorry to bother you. We need the password for Disney Plus because we want to watch Bluey. And bear in mind, they are by themselves. They do not have grandkids. Right. They do not have any young children with them. Right. It is just my two parents watching <laughs> I Bluey. love that so much. I mean, it is so wholesome <laughs> and it's actually really well written. And it's won a lot of it's awards. So you know, it's like it's critically acclaimed, too. It's a very good show. So we're really enjoying that. That's our fifth cartoon we're watching together. Um, mm. And not fifth and not final. Um, we Oh, we have a growing list. We have a growing list. list. We will never we stop. Watch. But anyway, I feel like this ep probably should come to a close <laughs> now. I feel like it's the appropriate amount it's, of time for an app. Yeah, we're good. Thanks for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. We'll see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.